20. Yo, don't we have a podcast to do? Right. Welcome to the crazy show, two unordinary souls Kissing, tell, cause life is self, tweaking rocks are in control Got a lot of things to share, hit the deck, the shit gets scary Shit gets weird, but it's okay, acid breath got shit to serve What's up, Brad Colt? How's it going? Welcome back to the Acid Brats Podcast. I'm Roxy Vale. And I'm Squiggy. So, hey, remember when we, like, left for, like, three weeks and didn't tell anybody? Yeah. Pretty sure they didn't really (laughs) notice, but whatever. We're back. (laughs) We had, like, a lot to do since the Glam Goth episode. Yeah, dude. We've been putting putting in work, doing a lot of stuff, man. Like, I've been so freaking busy. Yeah, like, yeah, let's talk about it, because, like, you've done your launch. Yeah, I did my, uh, uh, my second, uh, drop, and it was pretty good. Um, we sold out most of the shirts. We only have, like, um, three shirts left, and, uh, we sold out all the beanies, which is cool, so I now know that people like the beanies, and we still have a lot of jewelry left, and we are nine sales away from our um 50, first 50 sales which we're going to do a giveaway when we reach that um number um i feel like you can get all nine of those sales if you make nine beanies <laughs> true true those beanies sold out so fast so quick and then i actually got a commission for two beanies like i did one and then she came back and wants to get an another one for her friend and she's paying double for this so she's paying me sixty dollars to make her a beanie and i'm like well because you're worth it like i was like i was expecting like because i only charged the sold the beanie for like thirty dollars so like i was just gonna charge that plus shipping and she's like i'll pay you sixty dollars how's sixty dollars and i'm like nero say less like um but that was really cool and the person that she's making a beanie for has quite a i mean not as many instagram followers as you so you really wouldn't see it as a big platform but to me she's got a nice set platform she's got has like over 12k instagram followers so like honestly i I feel like anybody over 10k would be a really good um like 10k or more would be a good you know so like i'm hoping that she takes a picture in the beanie and then we can get the store some more sales that'd be nice and um let's see we're gonna be raising prices on fucking everything because i realized that me trying to be nice about everything is only hurting me and like i'm always like well people aren't gonna want to pay too much for it and da 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 and like me caring so much about pleasing other people i'm like wanting my shot to the ground basically trying to like lower prices enough and i'm like no i need to start raising prices because we didn't even we don't even break even like at all exactly at you all. have to raise prices otherwise it's just a hobby and i know this is a business for you 
Yeah. And um, we're going to be so we're going to be raising the prices severely, but we're going to be offering payment plans. So hopefully that gets people in the like buying. Yeah. They, if they're able to like pay it off, you know. And uh, we I had like a quote unquote professionally unprofessional business meeting about marketing and stuff. So I, it was advised that we remove all the old, I mean, all the unsold items off our Depop at the end of every month, you know, and, and just the, you know. So what maybe, was that? What does that do to remove them all? Like, well, taking them off and then like um, to make room for new items. And so it's not all cluttered. And then later on, like maybe every couple of months, redo them but like have it as be like a, like a flash sale or something with all the like old stuff that ne- they didn't sell before sounds like, like a good idea actually so yeah we're gonna try that and um but i'm gonna try it what i'm gonna do before i unlist them all together is probably have like a, a sale at the end of this month just to try to get it i don't really want to have a huge stock of stuff you know mm-hmm. that i'm just hoarding so I'm going to try to do, like, a, a sale um, at the end of the month. Yeah, uh, maybe try to sell them through, like, Instagram or something like that. What do you mean? Like, um... Huh? And no, I said sell it through Instagram, as in, like, um, if the ones you took, that you removed off or whatever, like, you know, um, tell them to, like, send you the money or whatever through Cash App and you just mail it to them instead of having to make a Depop. Well, the thing is, is that it's cheaper to ship to Depop. Oh. Because, like, I, the beanie that I commissioned, it cost me $8 just to ship it off, whereas Depop, it would have been three fifty. I see. So, like, I want people to make, because, like, I don't understand why people won't make a Depop, because it's not like you have to keep the app on your phone. Like, you can make it the account just to buy something and then delete the app off your phone if, you, if it's about app space or whatever. But like, people just don't want to do it, and I'm like, it'd be it's easier on me because that means I can just print the shipping label off at home, and it's cheaper, and I get to pocket more of the money than me wasting almost ten dollars for every sale just to ship stuff out, ten dollars yeah. or more, depending on how much they order and what the size of the thing is. So I'm like, it's easier for me if you would just fucking make a Depop account, and then you can just like delete the app off your phone after you. Make the, make the sale, like, I mean, after you purchase whatever it is that, you know, you want to buy. So, um, yeah, uh, hopefully, because I mean, we're also going to try to get... To be honest, I just use Depop on the computer, on my laptop. Yeah, I mean, that's also a thing, too. Like, you know, you can just, like, make an account and through your browser, where you don't have to download an app, just make an account. Maybe really and, try to push that. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think people, I think people think that it's cheaper to just send it through the mail. And it actually is costs way more. It's, like, almost three times, three times as much to ship it through the regular postal service. So, uh, yeah, I'm, like, I did it this one time. And, but, like, I'm not going to make this a habit. Especially people with payment plans. Because people with payment plans, I'm going to probably, like, have them pay whatever. And then their last payment have them do it through Depop so I can get a shipping label and just ship it off and just charge them on Depop however much their last payment would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and we're also going to try to get 
um, trademark, but we have like two years to do that because it costs like $600 to get. Cost what? Name, like about $600 to get the name trademark. That way, then nobody else can use that brand name for their stuff. So, and that's because, like, it's free to get the paperwork, but it's filing it is what costs a lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we're either gonna we're gonna save up as much as we can, but we're probably gonna end up having to crowdfund a lot of it because that's like six hundred dollars <laughs> that we just. I don't even have money to get my nails done for the most part. Sometimes, you know, so like me, so realistically, say setting aside, you know, six hundred dollars. It's just, especially when I have like dental work I need to have, need done too as well. Like, right. I hope like, you. I, I really hope that you're able to get that that second stimulus is like a thing, because then you guys could both at least put aside two hundred dollars for that, and then like have four hundred stashed away, and then just have to worry about raising a hundred dollars a piece elsewhere. You know. Yeah. I hope that like I need the second stimulus because we need to buy more supplies and I need to buy you know more uh storage space for for supplies mm-hmm. like my office is still as much as like it's organized I still don't have a lot of spaces for a lot of stuff so like I need more like shelves and and, and or- organizers and stuff like that so like I'm hoping we get another stimulus check because lol your boy needs it yeah and um see what else uh, I don't know if that's um that's all for like shop wise. Um, I did watch the Mister Rogers documentary, and that was so freaking good, like so freaking good. Like I was emotional the entire freaking time. Like, um... it's done so well. And um, I didn't. I watched. I also watched the Mister Rogers movie that Tom Hanks was in, where he played Mister Rogers. And, like, it's not really about him and his life. It's more about some reporter that's interviewing him. And, like, there he's where he, like, finds himself in interviewing Mr. Rogers. Like, I just, I wish that the movie was more about Mr. Rogers and his life. Mm-hmm. You know? But, I mean, it was cute. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell people to go watch it. I would tell people to go watch the, the, what's the thing is the, won't you be? Won't you be my neighbor? I think it's the name of the documentary. So mm-hmm. good. It's on. It's on Peacock, which is a, a, a like a an app that's like like Tubi, but it's a lot newer, so it doesn't really have a lot of stuff on there. But like, lol. <laughs> yeah. And let's see. Um, I binged a lot of all that, and and while we were gone, and I was like more so watching it. Well, I planned on watching it because I was all like, I want to see if the show was as good as I remember and, you know, how did it age and da 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 da. And I'm like, when I tell you that show, like, I watched the first, like, season. Like, I watched probably, like, two seasons, but, like, the first season. Because when I was watching it, I was watching it on F movies. And, like, for some reason, the second season kept cutting off all the musical acts. So, like, I don't know who was performing. But the first season was black as fuck, man. Like, they had, like, Leah on there, uh, the brat they had, like, you know, uh, there's a lot of people on. I was like, oh my god, this is like for the culture for real. Like, 
I know. Like, I miss back when, like, you know, black people were allowed to have space, even if it was brief. Yeah. And, like, uh, and there, okay. It's also weird, like, knowing what I know now about Dan Schneider and, like, seeing him in the show and knowing that all that was the first show that he ever, like, um, like, produced. You know, and I'm just like... Yeah, and, like, knowing oh. how bad, how inappropriate he was with all the kids and stuff, that just makes me feel... Yeah, and, like, how he, like... And, like, he would make cameos, like, in the show. And he's just, like... He just looked like a fucking pedophile. Like, he just had a pedophile face. Like, I know that... that I can't really say that... You know, but, but, I mean, he fits, he fits the bill, okay? Okay, I know, I know, like... Right, it's not, like... Okay, it's not, like, all pedophiles look the same. Or that all people with a cer- certain look are pedophiles. Or that there's even a look to be a pedophile. But you know, some people when, just have, you, like, there's like, je ne sais quoi of a pedophile. Yeah, and, like, when you say someone's a pedophile and then you look at them, you're like, you look <laughs> like you, like, I believe it. Yeah. Like, and it's just so, it's so weird. And, uh, but, like, there's a lot of, um, there's this one, there's that one character that Keenan Thompson plays where he was like the foreign exchange student and he's like the, the ponytail and like the the, the, the suit and whatever. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. His name's like Iqbal or something like that, but whatever. Like, okay, what I like about it is that they never specified what, what country he was from, that they never said anything about like country or whatever. And like, all the stuff that like he would do is obviously clearly like not something Made up. that like yeah it's like oh when we you do this you bang your head on the wall for a bunch of times and it's more so like if people want to get offended by it sure but if you like really look at it it's like the whole point is that he's making fun of Americans and how white people specifically like they they want to be so culturally inclusive that they'll literally believe anything, anything that you tell them that's part of your culture <laughs> like and they'll just believe it just because you're foreign and so like he would like troll them his character is like just basically just trolls all these white people all the time i'm like I, I lol it. <laughs> um, but like yeah the show is still like i was literally like laughing out loud like it's still as good as i remember and honestly a lot better than a lot of the shows that are out now like i was like wow like it was, it's great. Like, it's definitely worth the re, the rewatch. And, um, <laughs> let's see. The only thing else I have left that I'm doing is, uh, I finally have a little bit enough money to get, like, my nails done a little bit. So I'm gonna do that because these are definitely, um, uh, definitely overdue. Oh, yeah. Because so. then all the sewing and stuff that we'll get, you'll get, I can't wait to see, like, what you make once you're able to get back into your flow again yeah because i'm like these nails are a bit too long like i i needed it for the bad bitch aesthetic but like practicality it's like uh i can't do this i can't work at all but like i do like that people like the stuff that i made with the, that didn't have a lot of sewing in it you know a lot um so that's cool so to know that I can do a mixture of both, so I don't feel like I have to like do nothing but hand sewing or do nothing, you know. Like I, I, I do appreciate that they like both both uh, styles of clothing. Uh, yeah, so I can't wait to see. It like, makes it a lot easier on me. Yeah, I can't wait to see like what the uh, 
the next drop is going to be like most of it's the stuff that we didn't have finished for this one and then I'm going to have some like newer designs that I've that I've just grown well I mean I mostly can't wait to see how well it's received yeah I got some Daria stuff for the next drop so that's cool oh I'm pretty sure people are going to be so happy about that (laughs) yeah but yeah that's all I had to talk about for what I've been up to a lot of boring busy stuff yeah honestly your life seems a lot more uh it together than mine like to this is like the last week of like the classes that I'm taking so like which I thought that it was going to be a lot more like dancing focused but it's a lot more like internal work and like self-growth so I felt so I kind of feel like I got more from the class than I thought I was because it was like that's really good because like um it really there was some dancing but like a lot of it was focusing on like inner work and stuff like that and like finding you know finding you know your own empowerment and then like you know finding out what your own kind of sexy is and like being empowered by that and not really teaching us how to like because since it wasn't because normally like her retreats are like in person so she can actually go into detail and like have in-person classes and things but because it was like over you know uh video like there were some floor work and like certain things but it was mostly heavy on like inner work so I was really I'm really happy that like you know I got to do it like I know I could take a lot from it like and I mean even I've been manifesting a lot of more positive things just from it you know oh like what I mean like just in general like because of like taking certain classes like learning more about how to like stand up for myself and like more of creating more boundaries in real life and like you know um like a lot of things especially things like that and like putting myself out there more and like um but a lot of it has to do with like my own personal like growth and bound setting boundaries and like you know being more empowered with the decisions that I make and like the person that I am and like Mm -hmm. figuring out like what I you know like what I want and like how to go about like putting myself in that mindset so that I could you know because like even like one of the classes was talking about like how if I want to be a certain person like before I could even be that person like I you know just even just changing my routine of like if I want to be for example like if I want to be a princess I have to like start my routine of like what do I think a princess does when she wakes up in the morning what does she do in the mirror? What does she do to get ready? What does she say to herself? What does she eat? What does she do? Like, I have to start living that way before I can even, like, you know, or what What are the types of things that she would say to herself? Or what would she do? Like, so, like, and then with, with that, like, I want to be, like, you know, obviously a more confident, more empowered person. So, like, that would mean, like, what, what would that mean? Waking up, doing this skincare product, you know, thing or saying like, you know, like, or saying this mantra in the mirror or like, what do I, how do I feel like this person that I want to be behaves and like what, and like from the knit, from like the fine things of like what this person entails, like what I dress like, what my jokes are, what everything, like I have to like decide, like, I can't like, you know, like 
want to be something, but then like not be ready to commit to it, you know? And like a lot of that was like getting myself out of my negative mindset and be like, well, how can I be this confident person if every day I'm like, you know, saying that nothing matters and nothing is worth it and stuff like that, you know, like, you know, and just other, just other things like that, like other things too, like about different changes that I have to make in order to like unpack things and you know it's it's, it's a it was a lot of thing character things that I know I can apply and like because of yeah. that it's made me um even like uh because of that like it's even helped me like even with like modeling and stuff because like my photos that I took you know that I have been uploading you know from my shoot that I had with um with um Trista like you know those were from when I was taking the classes and things like that and it helped me and like a lot of people really enjoy those like last photos that I posted and they thought they were some of their favorites and um didn't one of those pictures end up in a TikTok compilation yeah yeah that's why I was like whoa like (laughs) again like manifesting different things like (laughs) you know like that was like what and it was just because I guess me trying to rewire my brain and try to like manifest things or like try to give off a different energy or something and like be more confident in my movement and my body and like my expression and the overall like energy that you get from my photos like I'm hoping like you know like and like I'm and also oh um besides that um also, uh, I'm going to be shooting for my Killstar collab tomorrow. A... Yeah, well, if, I... you're listening, if you're listening to this on the day it drops, then it'd be today. Yeah, today. <laughs> yeah. Today. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, so... Yeah, your girl finally got a big name brand collab. What? Yay! And here's to many more. We'll manifest many more. Yes. I'm hoping that the photos that I take are really nice enough for them to not only share them, but for other people to see them and be like, oh, I want to see her in my clothes. You know? Yeah. I will say that, like, I've been doing a lot of, like, uh, meditating more as of recently and, like, trying to, like, manifest stuff and, like, whatever. And every time, like, I do, like, my morning, like, meditations or whatever, I always, like, include you in saying that I'm manifesting success in your modeling and, like, OnlyFans and just you being able to support yourself and that. So, Thank you, Twiggly. And I always think about your shop all the time. Like, I will say that um, me taking time out of my day, well, usually when I have this, enough spoons for it, taking time out of my day to, like, just meditate and, like, go through my thoughts and, like, manifest stuff and, like, whatever is, like, helping bring in a lot of, like, positive energy. Like, even, like, the fact that, like, I've been able to, I've had two drops and I've been able to pay my bills both drops, like, like, manifesting more and then, like, Getting the fact that we a- is even able to like get some like you know marketing 
t- t- tips and stuff because like again I know nothing you know so like even the fact that that came to my life I'm like ah how were you able to get it, get that though oh it's um the I don't think that they have I don't know if they want me to say their name but um the friends with we're on Facebook who we, we use their Disney plus mm-hmm yeah that's yeah, that too. <laughs> That's so I'm cool like, to be able to have that access. Because, I mean, you and I both got access to, like, classes that we both needed that we knew nothing about. Yeah. And that could really so, actually help us both in our own journeys. Yeah, so I was like, oh, nice. And the fact that you didn't have to pay for it, did you? No. Yeah, and the fact, yeah, the fact that we both didn't have to pay for it. So, like, it just came into our lives. Like, it just had, you know, me, you know, we needed that. I was, like, very grateful. I would say their name, but, like, again, I respect their privacy, and I don't know how comfortable they are with me sharing their name and stuff. So, yeah. But I was very, like, because they've always been very sweet and supportive and just in general have helped me a lot whenever they were able to. And so, like, I really appreciated the extra help, you know, and I was like, great, because I know nothing. I just thought that I was just going to come on Depop and, you know, just make some clothes and then sell them. But then, like, you really want to help me make this an actual business that I can actually, like, you know, if it goes well to, like, that I can pay my bills and then some, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yay. I needed that because I learned a lot of stuff like that. I just didn't even think that that I even didn't even think that I needed to like know. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I didn't. This didn't cross my mind. Like even like with whole like taxes and like making spreadsheets and stuff like that and like doing inventory and how to break down spreadsheets and all of a sudden like I didn't even think to do those things like you know mm-hmm. but if I really want to make this an actual like business like I can't just treat it like a oh uh, I'm just gonna make stuff and then like whatever and just it is what it is but like if I wanted to be like le- legitimate like brand like I have to like do a lot of stuff like you know mm-hmm. and I honestly like I support it so much I know, and I appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> but anyways, back to your uh, your modeling and your 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 stuff like that. Like, uh, I'm very happy with the whole like um, Killstar collab because like it's about time that like. But the one thing I hated is that like with a lot of I mean, I, I can't say that I 100 percent hate it because I understand like the whole point is to like get yourself a new audience who's gonna benefit you, but like you know. It, it really sucks that like a lot of brands don't look at the art they just look at the numbers but I hate that you've had to like it took this long for them to like recognize your talent because the talent's always been there it's just you didn't have the numbers yeah that's one thing that like because like it just yeah I don't ever like to sound like I I don't feel like I'm entitled to anything but I do feel like it was long overdue because if other people can see my art and it inspires them so much to catapult their own careers 
then obviously I'm not a talentless hack and I deserve to be paid attention to. Like, you know, because it's not even just one person. Like, many people I've influenced just by simply existing art. And then for people to act like I'm not any good or that I'm not even worthy of being, to even, even turning my direction, it's like, that's, that's, you know, that's that's nonsense because it's just not true, you know, like, yeah. I'm not the greatest, but I'm definitely not, uh, like, subtle enough to be overlooked unless you were intentionally trying to look away from me, you know, at this point. Yeah. That's why I'm like, really... Like, if you were some, like, Joe Schmo, Jim, who the hell carry, I would understand, like, I would get it, but, like, you're not, though. Like, I'm, I'm not, and I'm, like, I've never... Like, I didn't, like, and I don't have to, like, be the first or, like, the one who started anything to be able to deserve due credit. I didn't start anything or originate anything, but I sure know that I've influenced people to do whatever they wanted to do. So, like, if I'm able to influence, who cares if I didn't start a phenomena? I'm able to influence an already existing one. So, like, why is that good enough for other people, but... For an artist, that's just not, you know? Yeah. Because, like, oh. Hopefully this means that this is, like, you, you know, this opening, this opens doors for you. Because, like, then you could use that as your modeling portfolio of, oh, like, obviously I'm somebody because I did this collab with Killstar. Yeah. At least you have have it on your resume. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Hopefully I can do different other collabs so that I can have, you know, a built an established resume and be like, you know, these are the these are my artistic, you know, uh, concepts. And here's my collaboration, like my business stuff. And like, you can see that I'm very serious about this because that's one thing is like for someone to be as serious of an artist with as serious content as I have to not be taken seriously as if like. I was like a professional memer or something, you know, like where you wouldn't take them seriously. It's like, uh, no, 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 because no, uh, even uh, art is serious. That hurts, hurts my chest. What? I think I'm talking about a professional. Like I'm a literally a professional memer. <laughs> well, you have a business though. Yeah, as of like a month ago. But even then, you felt like you needed to have a things so that you're just not a memer like you wanted something under your belt like that you could catapult into other opportunities you didn't want to just be someone who posts on the internet you wanted a thing for yourself and the fact that like I had a thing an established thing that had serious you know like my art is serious and my content like it's I'm serious about it so like there was nothing that shouldn't have been taken seriously from Jump Street. Like, I don't understand. That's the thing. I was like, I don't get it. Like, it wasn't like I was putting out pictures, ridiculous photos of myself in a pickle suit or something, you know? Like, I've been serious from the beginning, so I should have been taken seriously. But brands only care about numbers, though. You don't yeah. have those numbers. They don't, they don't really look your direction. Like, yeah. I have brands who, like, like my posts every single time I tag them or, like, comment on my posts whenever I tag them or whatever. But because I don't have a lot of numbers, they don't give me a shot. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, it sucks that I had to, like, um, 
do that to be twice as even twice as like anything because so many people with like half of what I have, like numbers wise, you know, have gotten opportunities way quicker. But, you know, I have to work twice as hard to like finally even given like a crumb of like, oh, uh, oh, congratulations, you did good. Like, you know, even though I deserve more than crumbs, like because I've produced more than crumbs. But I'm glad that, like, finally. We sell bread, we sell loaves. Huh? I said, welcome to the bread bank. We sell sell bread, bread, we we sell sell loaves. loaves. (laughs) You got bread on deck, bread on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, though. So I'm like, well, because it always annoys me when people, like, they don't put in any work, and they're like, well, how come this isn't happening for me? And it's like, well, you have to put in the work ethic. And then I'm just like, I, you know, put in, like... I'm like, you've moved to a bunch of different states just to pursue your dream with nothing, you know? Literally, and it's just like... And I've put, like, you know, almost 10 years into my life into this, you know? So it's like, I'm not, like... So it's just, you know, it's why it's so frustrating is, like, because I've never not worked at it. Like, there was never a point in my life where I wasn't working towards something. And, like, the fact that it took me to have to do 10... Almost 10 years... And have to have twice as many numbers to finally be like told, like, oh wow, hey Roxy, you have you have a bit of talent there on you, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, we been new. I've been talented, thank you. Yeah, I've been talented, but thank you. (laughs) Well, let's just hope that this like uh, motivates other brands to like. Exactly. People are using their performative wokeness for to uplift black voices. Let's um use the performative wokeness to, for for your your benefit at least. Exactly, because then I could at least branch off into actually doing the things that I want to do with my life, you know. So that I'm just not stuck, you know, like only doing trying to get you know attention through likes and shares, like. It can only get be so fulfilling when that really yeah. isn't really what I'm after anyway. It's just that I need those to even be able to do what I want to do with my life. Yeah. I hate, like, having to worry about if this post got enough likes or something. Because then I'm like, it takes the fun out of it. But then in order to be taken seriously, you need likes and you need shares. And it's, you know. Yeah. Because if I just created the art just for the fun of it, that's great. But, like, in order to be taken seriously, I have to have numbers to back it up. I can't just have good art. And that's where, like, the fun is, like, sucked out. That's why I just can't wait until I'm established enough to where I don't have to worry about numbers anymore. And I can just focus on the art. Well, I'm, I'll, I will continue to manifest that for you. Thank I you, think you really deserve it. I think you really deserve it. Thank you, Twiggler. Oh, Roxanne. Oh. <laughs> well, that's all I pretty much have for what I've been up to this past couple of weeks. Because like, I've mostly just been like doing OnlyFans and like paying my bills, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a new phone. Yay, really? You didn't even tell me this. Like... <laughs> 
I'm finding about this right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah I forgot. It is it's a new old phone because Boxer Bay got a new phone, so he got his old phone fixed. So he gave it to me. And then Sweet. and you didn't have to pay for, pay money for a phone? Yeah, I just have to turn it on when you know. Well yeah. Yeah. I so mean like, like yeah. Pay money for a phone and then pay turn it on. Like awesome. Yeah, exactly. So like thank goodness. Sweet. So then like yay, I'll be able to next month because I'm because I'm going to use up the rest of this because I'm not gonna like, you know, might as well. So <laughs> keep this phone on okay. until the end of the like, month. And then I'll turn yeah, the other one on. Not gonna, no, no point in wasting it when you know you don't necessarily have to turn it off. You might as well. Yeah. So like by soon, well then once you know once September rolls around, I'll be able to live stream everywhere. Hey. Actually, not on Facebook because everywhere some- <laughs> live stream so- everywhere. Yeah. For some reason, Facebook still has my my backup account under on a post block or something. Well, yeah, it's still unexplainable. It, oh. They won't tell me. They like won't yeah. tell me, and they never have told me. Like they never told me what it was that got me banned, nor did they tell me for how long the ban is going to last. Like, oh, so weird. I know, and the fact that like nothing has been removed from my profile, so like. No comment, no post, no photo, no nothing. So, like, I just was put on a random ban for almost, yeah, because I got on the ban, like, on maybe the 8th or the 9th or something, and I'm still on it. Oh, well. And then my main account was banned for a month, so it's just like, yeah... Maybe one of these days I'll get enough brand collabs to where I'm cool enough to where I don't need Facebook for real ever again, and then I'll never even need to promote on it or anything or use it ever again. Yeah. That's the goal. I will ask the ancestors for this this to manifest for you. Because, yeah, needing Facebook for promotion and business is, like, the worst because it's the worst to be a business you know, because they will ban you for anything related to or not related to your business. So, like, you know, yeah. As of right now, all of my business does come from Facebook. So, like, I kind of, I kind of need Facebook. So, <laughs> I know a lot of my business I, came from Facebook on, too. As much as I as I post on Instagram, I don't really get any sales from Instagram. I got maybe one sale. Yeah, I'm like, I got a lot of my business through Facebook too, but they're always trying to ban me. So, like, they've really been. Stopping my bag a lot. Well, if you want me to promote stuff, I can. Like, you need something like shared or something. I'm afraid that if you promote, that they're gonna just ban you because, like, they ban me for promoting my business. Like, you know, use different words or something. But yeah, anyway, that's pretty much all <laughs> on. All right. So um I guess that's the first part of the 
ended up being like fucking almost 40 minutes. <laughs> the I know. second part of this is just going to be us ranting about who we feel the real TV and film villains really were, not who media tried to tell us that they were. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Yeah. So be right back. And we're back. Yup. We're back. Time to roast some hoes. Exactly. This segment is about certain shows or movies or whatever we thought. And who the storyline tells us who the villain is. But over time, as we got older, we realized maybe they weren't the villain. Maybe they were just a victim of their circumstances. And the true villains are like usually people they try to paint as like the protagonist sometimes or like the side character or something but like yeah we're just gonna talk about a few of what we think these aren't true these are just what we think yes don't take these as facts it's just our opinion it's my opinion <laughs> <laughs> all right uh first show i guess you want to do degrassi oh my god yes Yes, yes, yes. One, which one? Okay, the next generation. Yeah. We okay. So who the villain? Everyone thought was the villain were people like Paige, and people like um. Yeah, they tried to paint like mostly Paige as the villain. Yeah. When truthfully, the villains, in my opinion, were Craig. And uh, Toby and fucking Emma's dumbass. <laughs> oh my god. See, although, like, there was a point where at least Craig was treated as an enemy amongst the girls. So, like, we got to see him get treated like a player. But Emma, they never, ever treated her like the villain that she was. She was the most egotistical. White judgmental. Oh my god, slut shamey. Oh my god, like she was the worst friend ever. Controlling, and then also uh, to to Manny, and let's also not forget that she like tried to manipulate Sean into not going to the military by saying she was pregnant. Yeah, and then I was like, oh well, I I think I am. Like no no no, let him go. Like she was. There was no point in that show that I ever liked her character. Because every time her friends were trying to feel a little confident, she had to bring them down. Every time, like, anyone got any bit of attention, she had to, like, bring them down and use quote-unquote activism to do so. And the fact that, like, the writers always tried to make it seem like Emma was the prettier one of the two, when really, like, Emma was just blonde, thin, and white. And Manny was clearly the more beautiful one, but Emma always got the guy because she's blonde. And it's like, no. No, honey. Yeah, no. And, like, just, she's always so, like, manipulative and so whiny, and she's so controlling, and, like... Yeah, and the fact that, like, with her dad, like, her stepdad or whatever, with Snake, and, like, Mm -hmm. she tried to make everything he was going through about her. Yeah! And it was like, dude... Nobody cares that you're angsty and you're mad. Like, what people are going through are real things. This guy is going through, you know, 
Darcy and and like the false accusations plus the cancer. So like, why are you upset that you don't get to leave the house and stuff? Like, God, she was, she was so always so self centered. Like, it was always her problems, and it was always like, oh my God, like, oh, but how does? But what about me? What about me? Oh my God, me. Yes, and then like Toby was annoying because like he was too much of a I'm a nice guy I'm a shy boy and like that but then like also but never respect people's boundaries yeah and never he felt very entitled to like women's spaces and like he was very predatory and when fucking JT dies he uses that as a reason to like he uses that as uh, liberty sadness as a way to like try to cuff her and I'm like yeah her baby daddy just fucking died <laughs> literally like oh my god like but they always try to make toby seem like this little soft boy like oh he's just a nerd and i'm like yeah nerds are kind of toxic have you not seen like video game culture or like any (laughs) other nerd culture it's just all toxic masculinity just by just exuded from guys who can't do push-ups so they're like oh (laughs) I can't play sports, so I'm. So my toxic masculinity is like not real. It's like no, you're still just have the same toxic masculinity. You just don't have muscles, and you drink a lot of Mountain Dew. Like that's the only difference. Uh, yes. Let me think. Um, let me think of any other settings where. Oh, I know. Uh, one for me that I had thought of, like that movie was it Inside Out. Which one? Where at the I think it's Inside Out or wherever where it's like a kids movie about oh, the, all the, the emotions. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like how like sadness or whatever was supposed to be the villain because like she was depressing and yada 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 and like making things sad. Like okay. Joy was the villain here. Like the main character, the fairy, because she was yeah. so had that such toxic positivity. Like she was always like positive vibes, positive vibes. like not wanting to acknowledge any emotion or like basically acting like sadness is like a bad thing to have as if it's not natural and like she just has so much like good vibes only like type of you know positivity which is like just as it's much worse than like actually allowing yourself to feel sad yeah like I can say that sadness's character was very inconvenient and like kind of selfish at times but, but that's sadness. Sadness is inconvenient. Like, I mean, I'm just talking about as like for the overall plot of like getting yeah. what they needed to get done done. Like she did kind of hinder it a lot. But like, again, she's sad. Yeah, it's like kind of like the whole with the whole crippling depression. You can't get things done when you're that depressed. You know, like it's crippling. And they just try to and act like oh, like positive. no amount, no amount of think positive is just gonna make you feel better. Yeah. So, like, that whole... That was just, like, annoying. So, to me, like, that movie, like, she was, like, the uh, written villain, but I felt like Joy was the actual villain. Yeah. Like, I honestly hated Joy's character. Like, even, like, bef- like even, I know she was supposed to be painted as, like, the... the Voice of Reason. Voice of Reason, I remember, but, like, in general, I just found her character very unrealistic and annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see. What else? Gossip Girl. 
Oh, we've had oh my many, god. Many a conversation about our oh, feelings. Oh my god. About they because, tried to. Okay. They did Blair so dirty on that show. They did Blair and Chuck really dirty on that show. Absolutely. Like yes. Okay, Chuck was a villain in his own way because he was very predatory and yada yada yada. But Blair, yes. Blair, they did her dirty the entire time. Like if you the think entire- of her circle of friends, you'd understand why she was the way she was. Because like, her friends did not ever look out for her. They never had her best interest in mind. And then they got up. They wondered she why was she was. Always- she was always rather die for them. She was always ready to drop everything to like help them and like guide them. But like the story wrote her as like the one, like, you know, like it took her a while to like, you know, she had the, the boyfriend who cheated on her and then she had the boyfriend who did her dirty. And then she had the boyfriend, the, the boyfriend who fucked his, his mother. Like she never really had like that love that like, and you know, that was really like positive for her until her and Chuck grew as people, you know? But, like, and, like, the story is, like, oh, she's, like, the, the quote-unquote ugly one because she was, like, you know, a bit bigger than, you know, Serena, and she had dark hair, and, like, you know, so she was always treated as, like, the, the less desirable one, or, you know, and it's just, like. Yeah, and I also treated her like she was so mean when, truthfully, she was just getting her just desserts. Like, her friends did stuff to her that, like, in high school that like would traumatize adults and then they were trying to make it seem like Blair was wrong for like reacting but she was a teenager getting adult level trauma and like expected to like what and then her friends were just like oh you're still kind of a jerk and it's like dude look what you did to her especially especially freaking Serena always like stealing the spotlight fucking her boyfriend and like taking everything she always wanted and like everything she had and then and not even it. because she wanted it, just because she felt like she could. Like, yeah. Serena was like the worst friend ever. Like, the worst. She just, the worst. Yes, and like, she never, it was always about which, again, she's always the, the blonde friend who's just, everything is just like about them and everyone's, biz, everyone's uh, you know, trauma or sadness or issues or it's what about me? How does this affect me? And like, oh, I know you're going through something, but I need you to come fly with me to Paris and we're going to go, you're going to drop everything you're doing to come stay with me because I need you. I know you're doing, but I like, I need you. Yeah, like, uh, no. No. And then the fact that, like, like, fucking, like, Chuck, like, fucking, um, basically tried to pimp Blair out for his hotel when she's, like, 18, 19 years old to you know, his brother. Exactly. Because he knew that she, how much of a ride or die that she was, that she would have done anything for him. Exactly. Like, no. And I'm like, no. Blair was not the villain. The real villain was fucking Rufus fucking Humphrey. Oh my god. He was the worst. I hate him so much. And the thing is, like, he never had any character development throughout the entire show. At least I can say with Chuck, he was a villain, but he had character development to where, like, he became that 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 bad boy that you grew to love, you know. Whereas like yeah, Rufus, because he stopped. Yeah, he focused more on like he like he started putting his negative energy into the people who deserved it instead of just aimlessly yeah. shooting it at people. And like putting his negative energy into creating an empire and into his business, and you know, like he had some type of character development. Whereas Rufus fucking dumbass Humphrey, like <laughs> he was like literally the most stagnant character. 
and like he always just coming around to just like uh, social you know, climb, social climb, and then just like insert himself. Like anytime Lily found herself happy with somebody else here, he's his dumbass comes up from out of out, calling from out of Brooklyn, just like oh, but Lily, I, 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 I've always loved you. Like shut up, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yes, like he's so stupid, and like the fact that like. His whole, it, everything he had was on the backs of women. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, even from... You could never like, acknowledge that. Yeah, and, like, everything he ever had was either on Lily's back or on um, his daughter's back or, like, like you know... A lot, of the, social- a lot of the clout and social climbing he did was because, like, either Lily had some stuff to do or, like, Jenny fucking like was you know, working got, with got Blair and stuff. You know, got her in and got her design shown, and so you know, putting you know type of like notor not not notoriety or whatever on the Humphrey name, you know. And then like you know, with the son Dan, like he's trying to be a writer, so like, but he always has nothing to say about the way that he no. Do and it. what's so stupid about Dan is that he became a successful writer because he got it on the backs of slandering women, like just like his dad. Yeah. Like, on the back like of women. And like Dan was trash, like the entire time as well. Yeah, both of the Humphrey guys trash. I mean birds of a feather flock together, like they just both were trash and like they treated all the women in their life like like they owed them. Items to control. Yeah. And then but want what but want to be controlling and want to benefit from everything that they had. But then want to shit talk them about how, oh, you um, you 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 never see us as equals and da 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 and, and I'm we'll like never sorry champ, them. sorry champ, you're not an equal. You are my child. You are my son. You are my subservient. Like sorry. Like, ugh. like yeah, no, he was not an equal. Like no, no, like no, no, absolutely not. Lily was a uh, had her own enterprise, her own empire. He was just some guy who had a one-hit wonder in the 90s. Like, no, they're not equals. I'm just going to have to say it. No, and then, like, he always just felt so entitled to everything that she had. And it was like, but, 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 but again, what complain? Like, she gave you everything. And the, all she wanted you to do, like, just for, a, just for a little bit, for a little bit, not even for a long time, just a little bit of your time to spend, like, just, supporting her and like just being there for her like at like dinner parties or like you know whatever as like the your her plus one like she never asked you to give up your career she never wanted any of that it's just like right then and there she just needed you to just be there and you just felt because you weren't feeling you felt emasculated that it must have been you needed to like go off and like oh I'm gonna go cheat because I feel emasculated because I feel like a stay-at-home dad and I'm like you couldn't do that for just like a little bit, like. Yeah, women are expected to do that for eighteen years, you know. Yeah, I'm like when they have know? kids, and like, oh, you're tired of being uh, said uh, uh, called. You're tired of being referred to as Lily's husband. Okay, but I'm sure you. Uh, but I'm. But you don't have a problem when women are referred to as your wife. Yeah, because I'm like, because so many guys are like that. They're, oh, I don't want to be referred to as yada yada yada, but like, centuries, all we are, you know, all is we are considered by 
at proximity to men anyway. Because, like, even if you're married or dating or whatever, if you have a man in your life, you are no longer your first name. You are so-and-so's girl, so-and-so's wife, so-and-so's partner. Like, you know. Miss so-and-so. Miss so-and-so. Matter of fact, there'll be so many times that they won't even say, like, if, uh, like, um... Like, even with, like, when when women get married, like, if I got married to somebody whose name was, uh, I don't know. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm named Brad Wilson. Okay. And, like, and they won't even call me Mrs. Wilson or Mrs. Roxy Wilson. They'll be like, oh, look at you, Mrs. Brad Wilson. Like, misses this guy's first and last name not even just his last name but his first and last name so i don't even have an identity exactly like i hated him so much the way that he tried to control jenny all the time like yeah you can't help that your daughter is be- one becoming into her like womanhood and two finding something that she's passionate about that you have no control over yeah like sorry she wants to make clothes <laughs> like <laughs> like and she was doing the, the footwork to do those things and just because you felt like she wasn't doing it in the way that you wanted her to do it, then all of a sudden it's not a valid way to do it. Like, um, I would never also, advice. You're like, I would never like, get advice from a failed musician. Like, sorry. Exactly. And he was all like, oh, but I know when I um, dropped out of school to pursue music that it only hurt me long. She wasn't asking to drop out of school. She wanted to do homeschool. She just wanted more time to devote to fashion. She's not you. I hate when parents do that where they have their mistakes that they've made and they think that just because you're doing something that you're just going to make the same no you're not I'm not you exactly I saw what what you did did to you and I'm not I don't want that exactly and plus she was pursuing fashion with the right people it wasn't like he had he had a one-hit wonder like you know Mm -hmm. it's not like she was she had her foot in the door like she already had an apprenticeship with like the biggest you know like it wasn't like she was just like passing around her mixtape and like playing like little bars and clubs or something. Like she was really making moves anyway. So she would have gotten farther even if she did drop out of school. Like exactly. she was further while he she was in school. Like, like I oh god, I hated him. Like I honestly I could we could do a whole podcast on how much on just like the character of the gossip girl alone. <laughs> yes. But anyway, another movie or show. Another person I felt um, was um, written as a villain or whatever on that 70s show. They always, they acted like Eric Foreman was not a villain, but he was so a villain. Like, are you kidding me? He was the villain. Are you kidding me? He was so misogynistic. He was so, like, uh, controlling, controlling, manipulative, like, conniving. He used and, pity to like lure, like to control women, like. Yeah, like, it was always he always played the pity angle, and he always played the, the you know oh, I'm so sad or uh, I'm a loser, like, baby. He, why don't you kill me? Like and like even when the whole thing with him and when he and Donna broke up, like he never took accountability for his part in the breakup at all. Not at all. He was like, oh, Donna broke my heart. I'm like, yeah, you, you left her at the altar. Or he didn't show up or whatever. Like, okay, even before that, when the first time they broke up, like, you were, like, pressuring her. And, like, you won't even admit that you did that. Like, yeah, you're, like, pressuring her to, like, 
be like, like, oh, where my promise ring and da 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 and all sort of stuff and like. I want to, you know, like... Yeah, it's like, how are you going to sit there and date a person who you knew was openly feminist and try to domesticate her and then get upset that you didn't? Like, you weren't the man that cracked her. Like, you know? Yeah. I, I, oh, God, he was so... Because, like, like, from the like, minute... Yeah, because they know, they know each other from, you know, since they were children. And, like, from the from Jump Street, she always seemed very, you know, dominant and very... She was a feminist. She didn't let boys run all over her. Yeah, for some reason, so many guys think they would intentionally want to meet a strong or powerful woman with the hopes that somehow their magic three-second penis is going to, like, change and be like, oh, wow, I will be the guy who will turn her into, like, this domesticated... The reason why she's a feminist is because she hasn't found the right guy. Like, no, 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 no. And, like, I felt like he kept trying to do that, and it's like, yo, she's not... And then, like, he was always so annoyingly jealous. Like, he would not let her, like, get further in her career because he was just always so jealous about, oh, she's working at a radio station, so she's around a lot of guys, and so I don't feel comfortable with her being at the radio I'm going to show up all the time and, like, talk block, you know, talk block her, you know, her, her career because I'm insecure, and oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, the fact that they always try to write jackie like she was the villain and i'm like she wasn't even really the villain she was just mean yeah there are mean she was just people. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say there are mean people in this world sure she was kind of rude yeah but to be a full-on villain no 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 because like she never really went out of her way to like go and like do things to people she just would say things that were just rude yes because like kelso he was a fucking trash can of a human being <laughs> absolutely but they tried to paint him as like the lovable idiot and jackie is like this raging like villain but it was like truthfully she wasn't even an actual like villain she just was rude yeah she's just rich and mean that's yeah like she's just rude like (laughs) and not every rude person is is a legitimate villain some people are just plain rude and that's all she was was just rude that's I'm it. like That's annoying. Literally, you humiliated this girl, Jackie, by like cheating on her several times, and then cheating on her with Eric's sister, dating them at the same on, on the same time. Like you, and just having no respect and like just no. And then like you're gonna be like, oh well, you always uh make fun of me, so like I don't feel sorry that I cheated on you. I'm like you could have done a lot of things differently if you really didn't like the way things were going like you could have like had to talk about it or done and anything broke up broke up and you know whatever you didn't have to go off cheating like yeah like then if then yeah, blame her like, blame her for the reason why you cheated yeah it's like no you cheated because you cheated like if you were like oh you were always mean to me or you always made fun of me and da 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 so that's why i broke up with you yes that makes sense i don't like the way you treat me so i left but to be like oh I've been consistently, like, awful to you this entire time. Never took accountability to that. And you were- Almost burned your house down. Yeah, oh, yeah, almost burned her house down. Oh, so many things. And, like, she never cheated on him besides one time she kissed somebody. Yeah. And that was, like, in later seasons after he'd already cheated on her, burned down her house, and, like, all kinds of things. Like, you know, and she she kissed a guy she worked with. Yeah. 
But like was, women are always called the villain, like, the villain for like the smallest things, and it's like, no, people always call women like the worst names. But you never talk; they never hold themselves accountable for how they got her to get to that point. Yeah, never. Because they never talk about how stable and great and everything she was all the whole time you knew her when you first started going out with her, and then she didn't even before the trauma. Her. Yeah, before the trauma. Because they'll be like, oh, yeah, or if they do try to, they never want to hold themselves accountable because they'll be like, oh, she was so great in the beginning, but now she's just a devil. And it's like, she used to be cool. And it's like, well, yeah, obviously. If for some reason you knew her before you dated her and you saw how cool she was and how calm she was, how much fun she was having with her other relationships, with her other friendships, that she was just a cool person. And that all of a sudden, after time spent with you, she's no longer that cool person that everybody knows to the point where everyone misses her because she's not the same person she used to be. Obviously, it's you. Yeah, like, it's literally your influence. Now you don't like the person that you made her become. Exactly. Because it'd be different if, like, your friend, even if your friends know, and they're like, oh, yeah... She's cool in the beginning, but, you know, it doesn't always last. Then you know then it's her personality. But if your friends are saying, like, man, I miss the old you, then obviously it's the person you're dating that's causing you to be that way. I'm like, you're like, huh, Halsey, you were red because I was blue head ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, who other movies or shows? Um... As the internet's already discussed, fucking Devil Wears Prada, they always wanted to paint Miranda Priestly as the villain, but her boy, but uh, Andy's boyfriend, Andy's boyfriend Nate was the villain, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. Because, I have like, never seen someone be so unsupportive and then be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna sit and shit on something that you're clearly passionate about because it's not the, the vision that I had for you." Yeah, and the fact that like, yeah, and. He, nothing that she did was even wrong. She worked a lot. Okay. She worked so. a lot. Okay. And so, and she started. She started to dress differently, but she worked a lot. And her job was her life. Like, I'm sorry uh, that like. Yeah, and the thing and about it was only was, it was only for a year. Yeah, you not even a year. Yeah, and you just wanted her to be so dimmed down so much that the minute she started to shine some type of a light, it intimidated you, and you're like, oh, this this job isn't good for you, because it's bringing out a different person. Yeah, yeah and the fact of the matter is that, like, she wasn't even treating anybody any differently. That's the thing, because, like, you know, like, if you had seen, like, the industry turn her into, like, this snaky person who sells out her friends, and, like, if she had, there was a moment where she, like, humiliated somebody that was her long-term friend, and they'd be like, wow, you would have never called your best friend fat or something like that, you know, like, until you started working here, then that then that would be like, okay, yeah. But, like, she never even treated her friends badly or really anybody badly. She just started like, dressing okay, differently and working more. I get it. She was kind of into that one uh, magazine guy or whatever. But, like, that was after her and Nate already were already having problems. You know? Yeah, and it's like, exactly. And it wasn't like she was... um she was, yeah, she was into him, like, of course, but, like... But she wasn't gonna do anything. Yeah, like, you know, you, you know, yeah, exactly, and it's, like, 
her boyfriend was not supporting her and this person was telling her that you know she was great and her writing is great and that she 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 sees that he sees like her potential and like you know she's a brilliant writer and like you know da 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 like some things that like Nate never said to her exactly and it's like they didn't even like do anything until like after they broke up or whatever like yeah so like anyway so like and even then she didn't even he didn't even deserve her anyway like she was so much like all he did was like what was he like he cooked at a restaurant yeah okay like it wasn't he wasn't even like a, a chef chef he just was a cook so like you're mad you that she's making actual moves in like a real fa- in the fashion industry okay right? and then okay. like fucking Miranda Priestly like okay she just she was just a bitch who cared about her job and didn't want her job to fail and expected greatness from her staff that's it that's all yeah like I wouldn't even call Miranda Priestly a villain she was just Mm-mm. over the top like yeah to say the least like that's it over the top like very demanding but not a villain no, like, she... She just had very unrealistic expectations, but, like, with somebody running a multi-million dollar industry, like, you're gonna kind of probably be that way. But... Yeah. But that's also her business with her name on it. Like, you know, like, that's... And, like, yeah, course. she did kind of screw over uh, What's-His-Face a little bit, but, like, you know, it, she did it for the better of the company because they were gonna ruin it. Like not him, but like you know, uh, the the guy that 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 Andy was kind of seeing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like him and his team were gonna ruin it. So like the I forget what the guy's name was, the one with the glasses. Yeah, the old guy. Yeah, like yeah. so. Yeah, she kind of did screw him over a little bit, but like it was to save her magazine. <laughs> yeah, like it may suck to lose a friendship, but it's like that's her legacy, though. Like business like it's nothing personal it's business you know yeah like it, and it people sucks hate and it. it hurts people but it's like, it's yeah business. but people always hate it when like especially like you know women you know have that mindset of you know nothing personal it's just business Cause, yeah because nobody would ever they're call taught, they're, for making they're a taught to like always like think of everything as oh you just do things from emotion and like sometimes people just women think of things as just business like it's just business <laughs> Yeah, or the fact that, like, women are just, in general, are expected to be self-sacrificing all the time and make sure they give up, give up everything to everyone else and in spite of themselves. Like, they never are taught to ever self, they're never taught self-preservation at all. Like, women are supposed to give up everything, everything, and then when she has nothing left, give that to. And then if she asks for a break or asks, can I have a little bit of myself for myself? Then it's like she's selfish. She's she's a she's a cunt. She's this, and it's like no, she's she's you know a man would never ever ever be bullied if he had to make a business move that wasn't that may hurt a person's feelings, one yeah. person. And the fact of the matter is that Miranda was her decision hurt one person's feelings versus losing an entire magazine that would have lost hundreds of jobs. She hurt exactly. one person's feelings. There is no revolution without a few casualties. So, like, sorry, somebody's gonna have to get hurt in the crossfire. But like, for the greater good, though, she was never a villain. Like, I no. always thought it was like, dang, like she's a fucking boss ass businesswoman. Yeah, 
Exactly, because if that was my business, and not only was it my business, but it was a business that was so profound that it shaped fashion and culture, I'm not going to make moves lightly. Like, I'm, people's heads will be on the chopping block because if this is building a culture and my name is on this culture, like, I'm better make I need, proper. I need the best team with me. And I want to make sure whatever is supposed to be is what I intended it to be because this is mine. Like, this isn't, you know, people keep, because, like, no one will ever tell a man what's what's yours is mine. Like, they'll be like, oh, it's his business. He can do what he wants. It's his business. He's the boss. But, like, a woman has a business. It's her business. But all of a sudden, like, she has to do things to accommodate everybody else and, you know, make her business, sh- like, dim down her business so that everybody can be happy. Because if you're a woman owning things, it has to be people-pleasing centered. It can't be boss-centered. Yeah. You can't make boss moves. You have to be a people-pleaser or nothing at all. And no, no, we don't do mm-hmm. that here. No. I stand Miranda people-pleasing. Yep. I don't stand care. Andy. <laughs> exactly. Um. So is that all? All we have? Yep. That's it. Yeah. I mean, if anybody's even listening to this, like, let us know if you want to do more. If you want us to do more or to go in depth about stuff, because, like I said, we can have a whole conversation about just Degrassi in general or Gossip Girl in general, or, or any like think, show that show, we, like, you know. We can pick apart, we can dissect the show, like that 70s show, like all these stuff we, we've mentioned, like we can go in more in detail. We were just kind of- More like, in detail, I mean, I haven't even gotten to shows that I just started, like Euphoria and other things. There's so many things that like we could go into. Like, Yeah. That should be one of our episodes we're just, in, just dissecting Euphoria. Maybe. We'll see if what the crowd likes if they want us to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at AcidBrats. And our merch and will be coming. I know we whenever. keep saying this. I know, I know we keep saying this, but like, yeah. I think what Once we're gonna we do is we're gonna nails shortened and um I mean what's it like work like yeah. We're gonna do we're, the launch. We're gonna do know. uh beanies first. We have some sick designs for beanies. So Yeah, we're gonna do we're some gonna beanies do. first and then we'll see how well you all like the beanies and then if we all like the beanies then we'll start putting on some of the shirts. But like yes. you know, <laughs> But we do have some shirts made, but I think we're going to do the test run and try beanies first. And then how those are received, and then we'll slowly release more and more stuff. Yes. All right. Well, um, I I guess that's, yeah. That, that's that's it. the end of the podcast. <laughs> Later, Brad Colt. Our show is done. Who knew listening to Trash could be this much fun? Thanks for tuning in. But yeah, I guess that's that. So... Until next time, I'm Twiggy. And I'm Roxy, and you just took two tabs of acid brads. Yes, A C I D B R A T S. Yes, yes, acid brads.